let's talk about now this is going to be crazy right here uh this this is wild for me because the way i'm going into this movie and the things i have to say about it i for some reason i don't know why even when i hadn't seen it i didn't know that i would have the feelings that i have for this movie right here i will ask you simple questions you will answer in short sentences only what you believe to be absolute truth absolute truth do that. Now, brief as you can, what is your name? Stanton Carlisle. Are you a true medium? Yes, I am. Mr. Carlisle? Doctor, how about that? Please lay down. Can you read minds? Yes, I can, under the right circumstances. What do I want? To be found out. People, that is Nightmare Alley. You're like, what? Yeah, you probably don't know because this movie was... Man, I'm going to go in here with some strong-ass emotions right now. Let me start this discussion just venting a little bit. Fuck you, Search Like Pictures. Y'all did this movie dirty, man. Way dirty. Y'all marketed this movie so bad. And I'm going to tell you, I feel mad. Man, fuck you, Corey Coleman. I feel bad about, about this movie and what I was thinking about it before. Why? Because when they had the screening, they didn't let me in. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> they actually had it. What happened was it was in a really small theater yeah. that they hardly ever had been in. Yeah. And that theater was, was, you know, it doesn't take much to pack it. So they said, man, we are out of room, yeah. completely out of room. But I caught it at another screening. Yeah, I couldn't go to that screening. Oh. Uh, but yeah, they had another screening, and but I couldn't go to this one. So I said, you know what? Good. That's why that movie failed. This all could have been avoided had you had me at the screening. <laughs> if you had let me just get on the Twitch and talk about this, we could have been fine. So you know what? Fuck that movie. I don't care about that movie. And then I saw this, and I'm going to tell you something, man. The way they marketed this movie was horrible. Yeah. And when they couldn't figure out how to market it, which I don't, I don't think it was that hard to do. I don't think so either. Yeah, I don't think it was that hard to do, but they were just lazy with it, or they couldn't figure it out, or they were confused, and then they threw it on HBO Max about three weeks later, and just and it was almost like just throwing this movie in the trash. They wiped their ass with this film right here. Now, I totally get it. The circumstances involved with this, it's hard to begin with. You got Guillermo del Toro who is the director here, won an Academy Award for directing a movie about a fish man. Because he loves, he loves his monsters. Yes. He loves, shit, Martin and I went to his attic. That was the creepiest thing we've ever seen. <laughs> That's no bullshit. Martin and I, yeah. I'm not going to tell you the whole story. Don't ask how we ended up there. Wait, there was yeah. some Scooby-Doo-ass adventure, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but we, Martin and I ended up in Guillermo del Toro's attic. Oh, he put y'all up there. <laughs> You're in my collection. Eventually we escaped. Yeah, we got out. But we went up there and he had all these goddamn creatures and um, monsters and pictures. and we It's what you would expect Yeah, Guillermo del Toro's attic. Mm -hmm. And I hate to say it, but Martin and I were like the two black stereotypes. Oh. We, we were walking around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 that knowledge of like, look, uh, one of us is going to die. Yeah. <laughs> matter of fact, one of us is going to get killed first. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you look at... Because he had all these figurines. And, and 
we're sensible people, we're grown ass <laughs> men, but you keep looking at what I'm expecting and like, so people, I'm not going to tell you, but Guillermo Toro lived here in Austin and Martin and I were in his attic. That's mm-hmm. all I'll say. And his attic was full of crazy ass creatures. <laughs> it's it's a whole thing, that story. I was, yeah. thinking, I was thinking about it on the way over here, just randomly. <laughs> <laughs> so he loves his monsters. He just won an Academy Award for directing the Fishman movie, The Shape of Water. So now when you see this, you're going with expectations of him making a monster movie. Because that's all he's really made. Well, I mean, but he's, you know, he's made other movies that don't have monsters. Uh, I guess they do all have some kind of they, they have supernatural creatures. They got elements. creatures or yeah, yeah. at least they allude to fantasies about creatures. That, there's I, I there's been makeup true. effects in there. I guess that's true. Yeah. I, I've just always been more partial to his movies that don't have, you know, so much supernatural. They aren't about a creature Agreed. or Hellboy. Uh, <laughs> and this one has none of that. Yeah. You know, I, I'll say this. Every one of his movies, whether it's mostly supernatural or not, has had some creature presence in sure, it. Sure, sure. Some special effects monster in there. This is one that did not have that. And it doesn't help that this is set within like 16 years later after the, 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 the Shape of Water. Because some people went in thinking like, well, shit, maybe this is the same universe oh, as wow. The Shape of Water. Yeah, so, mm. so they were like, how do we pitch this man's name for a movie that has no creatures in it that is called Nightmare Alley and there's no monsters in there and not have people complain when they leave. So I get it. But maybe this is one case where you just don't push Guillermo del Toro's name, name like he did, yeah. like that. You push Bradley Cooper. Mm-hmm. You push Kate Blanchett. He, yeah. Bradley Cooper's the monster. That's the monster of the movie. That's how they should have pitched it. Like yeah. That, uh, because of how despicable well, he yeah, is. But, but, but if you say that, they it, think he's going to transform it, a werewolf. It, 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 no, well, it, it'll it'll water down the ending. Nah, yeah, sure. you, yeah, you want to go into this being somewhat surprised. Sure. You don't want to know everything with this. Uh, and it's a remake of an old movie. There should be plenty of people yeah. who saw that. No, well, no, not plenty, but... People don't know that movie today. I'll tell you, you're, kids you're don't right. know that movie no, at all. No, no, you're right. Because let me just, I had to search it out. I, yeah, I didn't know about it. People don't know that film. And I'm going to tell you something. Man, that's why I love this. I This right here. For all the trash they're talking about this movie, because I couldn't get in to see it. <laughs> I love this movie. This is my favorite movie of the year. It's it's second to uh, Macbeth for me. Macbeth was good, and I like it, and I you know it's on my list, and I can you know, I can see why people like that. But I don't know what it is, man. This movie, I no, this this spoke to me, and this yeah. is one of those movies where it was hyped to me mm-hmm. by people who tend to overhype movies to me. Yeah. So I was like, well, I'll give it a shot, and I came out I was like, oh my god. Not only did I love this movie, I can't stop thinking about the ending. It was it haunted mm. me. Well, I can't stop thinking about this whole film. Now, to be fair, maybe I'm liking this movie and I might like it less. Or I'm, no, I'm loving this film. Maybe I would just like it or love it less or not even like it at all. Maybe if I had read the book uh, that this is based on. And as we said, that, that, uh, that book inspired a movie that came out in, I think, 1947, a black and white film. I wonder why I'm like that. Like what? Oh, never thinking about anybody, except myself. You don't think I'd go without you? You mean that, Stan? Absolutely. You satisfied? Oh, Stan, I don't care for nothing now. Nothing in the world. <laughs> Boy, I love catching people off guard back then. Um, 
you know, that's the 1947 movie. Wouldn't be able to tell from that because every trailer I saw, they, like it was just silence. Well, not silence. It was no dialogue and just just dramatic music. Mm-hmm. Those that's the only bit of dialogue in that trailer. But I hear that some people say who have the people who have seen it, they say that they like the original better than they like this. I've heard people say that too, and I watched the original after watching the new one, and I don't agree with that at all. Yeah. Now, the thing that you see, because you're hearing all this blaring music, those horns going crazy, there's creepy atmosphere, it's called Nightmare Alley. This is not a horror movie. It's only about the horrors of human nature mm. and greed. And as we said, this is part it's of the film. It's film noir. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And I'm going to make this seem like a generic review because I don't want to say, there's just too much to unravel here that I don't want to spoil for people. I don't want to say too much. Uh, But I will say this. Why does this, in my opinion, because if I was looking at this, like, listen, listen, you better be glad I'm not over the Academy Awards. They did this movie so dirty, I'll just give it uh, an Oscar for Best Picture right now until everybody go to hell home. (laughs) That's how much I love this film, man. But I watched it last night. And it was late, and I just couldn't cut it off. Yeah, yeah. It's a long movie too, two and a half hours. It's two long. and a half hours, yeah. and I stayed there for all of it. I, you know, I should have been, in, I should have been asleep, but I just couldn't, I could not turn away from this. Um, and why do I love this movie so much? I think, as far as filmmaking goes, man, everything is right here. I feel like if I complain about something, I really am just looking for something to complain about. Mm-hmm. I really am nitpicking, and I understand people who have their complaints. I do. But, like, first of all, the look of this movie, man. The cinematography, this is film war, as Martin was saying. This is nice and moody. The art direction is a cross between, like, a dark, gothic look and a dirty, dust bowl kind of art deco style. I don't think it's set in the South, really, but it has a lot of Southern look. Imagine if Gotham was in... In, in, in Alabama. <laughs> oh, good Jesus. lord. Oh, my God. You got a racist Batman. Replying <laughs> right. back. Well, Even Batman, they would be like, yeah, I got to let Gotham go. <laughs> I'll move elsewhere. Or he'd be flying around a black clan hood or some shit. I want to see that Elseworlds. I want to see that Elseworlds. Oh, that's a good one. The Dark Knight. Don't call me that shit. Yeah, you know, I think that... The colors that are consistent throughout this thing, I love them, man. I, anyway, I, I love this palette anyway. Fantastic like, palette. Yeah. Yeah, like the, the gold and the green that goes on here. It's a okay. very amber and kind of greenish t- green greenish tinted tone. Again, well, I can see why people would think that this would be the same universe as the, 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 shape, the, of the, the shape of Water. Mm-hmm. But, man, the carnival stuff in here. So the story that you have here is you got a guy, Stan, he... Maybe he did something kind of foul. Maybe he didn't. We don't know. But all I know is, is that this guy, he decided to set his house on fire and go on the run. And back then, if you're on the run, or you just decide to run away from home from your parents, what did you do? You joined the, the, car- the circus of the carnival. Yeah, because they're always on the move. Mm-hmm. They're yeah, always on the move. They stop in town for a week or two, and then they pack up and move on to somewhere else. And they're always shorthanded. Are they all, are they're always trying to pay people cheap labor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Stan decides to join the carnival after an invitation from the head carnival guy, Clem, I think is his name, and played by uh, Willem Dafoe. Uh, while at the carnival, he you know, starts, at first he starts out kind of modest, trying to hang low, but he starts picking up some skills from these carnies out there and some of these sideshow side show attractions. These little griffs. Yeah, these griffs, yeah. particularly the fortune teller woman who's played by, what's her name? Uh, uh, Tony Collette. Tony Collette and her husband. 
Peter Coyote, is that the guy that played? No, no, no uh, David uh, Strathairn. Dave, yeah, yeah. But his a, name is Pete. Yeah. Yeah, in the, the movie is Pete. Mm-hmm. David Strathairn, who won Academy Award not too long ago. Yeah, yeah um, so he's a great actor. Uh, he learns how to pick up, uh, what is it, mentalism? Or yeah, mentalism. How, how to do cold reads on yeah. people. Mm-hmm. You, he comes in and looks you head to toe, starts reading your body language, starts reading your, your, your clothing style. Uh, your accessories and you know from that he can make up a story and somehow pull you in and he gets great at it and decides you know what I'm so good Fuck this I don't need this I don't need this little chump ass uh, carnival no more and a, another chick the, the the electrocution chick right here played by Mara Rooney he says hey babe you know we can go on to bigger and better things together he leaves and becomes one of the Greatest mentalist businessman out there, our grifters, if you go that way. Except as we were talking about, uh, starts to get a little greedy, get a little ahead of himself, and uh, <laughs> just a little bit <laughs> start smelling himself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I gotta tell you, man, the uh, you know we're talking about the carnival stuff here. You know, this is not a horror movie, but I will say that a lot of the carnival stuff is creepy in here. Yeah. You know, there's some shit where even Tim Burton be like, I ain't, no, I ain't going in there. <laughs> it's, like, it's funny. I normally don't like movies that have carnivals or circuses in them. It just never, it's just something I'm just always like, I, I'm not digging this. Hmm. And with this movie, when he leaves the carnival, I was like, oh, I kind of like hanging out here with these guys. Yeah. Yes, I'm, I was the same way. I, I, I like, like you guys, I really like this movie. It's probably my top five. But mm-hmm. I did enjoy the carnival stuff more than the last half of the film, mm-hmm. just for me. Because I just loved all the cast of characters, Willem Dafoe, yeah, Ron no, Perlman, and, and everybody else. It was oh, yeah, like all these different yeah. personalities bouncing off against each other. Yeah, no, there's so many. That, and that's, that's the thing with this that I love, man. Uh, you know, uh, First of all, that like I said, the carnival stuff is creepy. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just because of the look, but there's there's just some really shady, illegal, disturbing <laughs> things that are going on at this carnival. Nothing with monsters, except as we say, just the human monsters that are in this. Yeah. Uh, and that's not all of them. The cast here is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we said Tony Collette. That's a uh, Clifton. Is that Clifton? Curtis? Clifton Collins Cl- Jr. Yeah, Cl- Clifton Collins Jr. Back there. Um, you know, it's a. Uh, uh, a lot of these carnies in this, and, and like I said, sideshow attractions, they're, they're great, man. Uh, damn, I wish yeah, I had Ron Perlman as the strong man. Ron mm-hmm. Perlman as great as a strong man. And about to strongly whoop his ass. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to see that look. No, no like, you do uh, not. Can I, can I freeze time real quick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I do not have a picture of Willem Dafoe here, but Willem Dafoe was great in this. Almost he, like he really was. Yeah, he, was, he was killing it. Yeah, it's almost there. Oh, there he is. Who's the, the carnival owner, Clem, man. That guy, he is so great in this because he, you know, he in, in the movie, he, he's very sympathetic to people. He wants to, you know, hey, pal, let me buy you a meal, a hot meal, and uh, you give me a shot. But he's the main one that just has a lot of sinister things going on with him. Uh, but really, man, uh, and carnival people are shady. That's another thing with this movie, man. This movie is kind of accurate. I was a carny for like an hour. Really? Wow. Yeah. yeah I, Were you working the cotton candy or yeah. one of the rides? No, we tore that shit down. Oh, okay. We went, I went with my... You were paid that dollar? <laughs> <laughs> and they subtracted that quarter at the end? I was a carny for like about two, like one or two hours. And yeah. what happened was I went to see this with my neighbor's niece's ex-husband. They, they wow. were still together, but we... My mom tried to get the, get me to hang out with this guy because she thought I was like a punk or something like that. But she, <laughs> but uh, 
he, uh, I just got a basic, and we were hanging out together, and he said, let's, uh, I'm taking the kids to go see uh, this uh, carnival. You want to go hang with me and probably get, you know, hang out afterwards or something? I said, yeah. And so we went to go to this circus that, you know, it's inside, it's like, like off-road circus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we watched this, the, the show, and it was, I mean, it's what you expect from something like that. Nothing sure. big, but whatever. Sure. After it was done, they went out and asked people. They said, do we have any good man here who could help oh, us tear down? Wow. <laughs> and, wow. And he was just kind of like, hey, man, let's jump on this, make some money. And I was like, well, what the fuck am I going to say? I'm just a kid. I'm like, right, yeah, right, sure. Right, right. And we go and tear all that shit down. It looked like the fucking scene Dumbo when they were tearing that shit yeah, down. Yeah. And, and it was done. They gave us $20, man. <laughs> it was like, and he was like, what the fuck? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make some money. Yeah, like, what you think was gonna happen? Yeah, what, exactly. This side, this like side street uh, circus right What you, what you think they're rolling in dough? It's like, are you stupid? Twenty dollars. Wow. Wow. We tore, I mean, we were lifting heavy shit. I mean, man, you know, considering the carnivals, you lucky that you they gave you twenty. Yeah, that is true. Exactly. You could have walked out of there twenty dollars less. Stiffed you. Yeah. <laughs> they robbed you. Yeah. Have some of this hooch. You've been fucking naked somewhere. Yeah. Passed <laughs> out. They had their way the way with you. Is this a temporary? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Brought that tent down on everybody. You could take this twenty, or you could play the game and win and win a hundred. Yeah, if it was like I think we had two hours, so it was like ten dollars an hour, so you know. But yeah, it was. <laughs> I, I didn't care. I was like, I'm a kid. Twenty yeah, dollars yeah, for me. That's fine. For you. He was like, man, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I even tell him, I was like, man, let's go. It you got lucky. Yeah, you got yeah, lucky. I wouldn't do this shit in the first place. <laughs> wow, that's good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Out there looking like Nightmare Alley. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been one of the attractions. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like cages. <laughs> we do need a new geek right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is a nerd. Bring more in. <laughs> Have a drink. Yeah, mm. yeah man. Mm. But I'm going to tell you, uh, Bradley Cooper, like I said, man, they could have easily had sold this movie on on Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper, hey, you know, Bradley Cooper has it all, man. You know, he's got the looks. He's he's a great leading man in this, especially for this time era. Uh, you know, the the, the and I love the way the movie starts out with him because the way the movie begins, you know, this guy he's he's in the because he's done something kind of dubious and he, when he goes to the circus he knows to keep low and keep his mouth shut mm-hmm. but then he goes over there and uh the chicks start digging him a little bit <laughs> you know yeah. yeah he you know and they start making him feel all sexy and everything i know that uh, you like chocolates and you like to read and dancing <laughs> when's the last time you did a while yeah No, yeah. fix that. <laughs> you ready? Get up. <laughs> yeah, you smooth now, but that's where it starts jumping off. He starts getting, he's putting that charm on. He starts feeling like a big shot. Starts getting good at conning people. And the next thing you know, he just starts flapping his lips and don't know when to shut the fuck up. And that's part of the problem. Uh, you know, just it was one of those things where just kind of like, man, just just shut up and look pretty. That's all you, <laughs> you got to do. But that's part, you know, that was that's the whole thing about greed, ego. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and the, and the movie does, I think it does an excellent job at showing him where he's being seduced by this carnival life <laughs> out of all things. Oh, by all these things. 
by all yeah. these things. And he's, you know, he, he's the hero. He's the guy you follow. So you're going down that road to, of descent with him. Only to, you know, like, there's a point where, okay, what point do you, you drop off and go like, I'm going to let you take it and just watch from afar. Yeah. While all the other characters are telling him, don't do this. <laughs> yeah. Like the other carnies are saying this. It's like, yeah. don't go that far. You're taking the con too far. I yep. like that. Yep. Uh, but that's another thing with this film, man. This movie. I just don't think this. This is an important thing about film. Any film out there that, of this type. A movie that's trying to tell a story. A movie that has, you know, supposedly a lot of talent behind it behind the screen and in front of the screen. These movies, everything should not be wasted, ideally, in a film. Any film. That's telling a story. Nothing should be wasted. And nothing is wasted in this movie that I can find. Uh, every actor gives a great performance. Mm. There's not a moment, for me, there's not a wasted frame in this film. Mm -mm. You know, they're, they're all meticulously designed. Yes. Uh, you know, the, 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 which adds to the pacing of this movie. I think the pacing is just, it's two and a half hours long, but I think the pacing is just right. And the editing in this movie, I always say this, but it just knows how to flow from scene to scene, person to person. Like I said, there's nothing I think is wasted in this movie. That's why I can really not say anything bad about it. Uh, even the extras are used well. Yeah. in this movie so they got a, the one brother in here don't get a word of dialogue but they got his ass contorting and flipping and the snake man the snake, yeah, the snake man yeah he gets he gets a moment to just bend all and it looks painful <laughs> it just hurts to just bend all kind of ways it reminded me of Freaks remember that old 1930s yeah. film yeah, Freaks yeah, yeah, kind of like yeah, that yeah and everything is explained because I'm gonna say the only thing I can really complain about is that this movie goes to some ridiculous levels of of observation like I don't know if you could could have picked all that up but this is a movie you know and the thing is the moment I said I, how did you find that out the movie says well let me explain and they go and explain it I've, I've had a, a, a mentalist do that to me where where I was like okay I got this obscure detail that mm. my friends don't even know <laughs> and somehow he was able to say it on stage uh -huh. and I was like god damn I mean I know it's a trick I know he's not actually psychic <laughs> but it's good. he's good yeah. but he does well he got you to say some things too bro no no I was trying to keep it tight lip. See, but that's what you think. That's what they, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. I ain't gonna tell this motherfucker. And that's part of the charm of his performance and just the writing in general because as he goes through the explanation of how he did it, you're like, oh, that's so cool. And you're like, oh, maybe I'll stick with him even though I know he's kind of a scumbag. I like it. I, you're charmed by him uh -huh. and he tricks you along the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, damn it, he yeah, did it, he's good. Yeah. You got grifted too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, listen, I could see this wasn't, I think, that I understand why certain characters are like they were. Because some people might say, well, these characters are types. And they are. But I think they're appropriate for a film war movie, especially yeah. one that's based on a movie from 1947, mm -hmm. a book from earlier than that. Um, Kate Blanchett. Now, I can see people especially talking about her characters very modeling in this movie. But again, very appropriate for the type of movie this is and for the type of character that you find in those type of movies. Absolutely. You're half. That's a split, 50-50. Not interested. I got what I wanted. But you should have seen him. My God. I think they'll be talking about that the rest of his life. I think every time they tell it, it'll just get better and better, bigger and bigger. Toast, then, to your success. Uh, he asked me to uh, see one of his friends. Who might that be? He didn't say, but I'm considering it. Tell you what, you got a safe? I do. 
you keep this for me? I don't want Molly to know about it anyway. Why don't you keep it for a few days? If you change your mind, we'll split it 50-50. And if not, I'll keep it. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> he was, man, he was trying to be smooth. He was like, fuck. Damn, you tall. <laughs> yeah, she plays a psychiatrist in the movie. And what's cool about this, and I'm not going to say where this goes, but they kind of get into this mental sparring with each other. At, you know, and, and you, you're constantly trying to see who has the upper hand uh, in this game that they're playing with each other. Uh, it's, it's uh, again, I, people might think that this is, this, uh, uh, this 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 performance that she's giving might even be a little cartoonish in a way, but I don't think so. Again, I think it fits for what they're doing in this movie. Um, you know, I I think the greatest thing about this is that it has a a, a ending that comes full circle. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm gonna say this, and I'm not trying to. This is not me bragging anything at all. Uh, there were just certain things said about in the movie, certain clues that were dropped, and I kind of pred- a version I kind of predicted of yeah. this movie happening halfway through once a certain thing was said. I don't think most people are gonna are gonna see that because I'm smarter than you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that's, that's what it sounds like. You know. <laughs> no. no, the I, I think people are gonna be so engrossed. I just see a lot of movies maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm just maybe I was so engrossed in this film that I was paying that much attention. But I predicted what was gonna happen midway through and it didn't matter. Uh, it's still a I, I great thing. I think it's not thing. so much about whether you can predict what's gonna happen, but how it's portrayed, the, yeah. the way it plays out. Yep, it just feels right too by the end. Yeah, it does. It does, man. I, the original, was a flop, and then it came. It, be, it became praised as years went on. Hmm. So that's kind of what I'm hoping with this because this movie was a, it was a big flop. Some people still don't know these movies out there. Some people, and they might have known about the movie. Some don't even know it went to HBO Max, maybe because it happened so quickly. Right. Mm-hmm. And the movie was just not talked about. Hopefully, this will be appreciated later down the line too. But, uh, and I say this, not in some like rabid, enthusiastic way for this film. Uh, it also gets very gory at times. You know, not very gory, but there are some mo- moments in here where it's like, uh, there's no creatures, but there's some really fucked up scenes of violence in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And that might be a criticism for people. So, you know, I'm not saying this as, again, as, as this rabid, you know, uh, way about this movie, but I, 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 but I do say that for me, uh, just not having any complaints about this, it's a, this is a better than sex movie for me. You know, it just kept me engaged the whole time. I told my wife as soon as this was done, I said, let me know when you watch this because, and this is two and a half hours long and I don't have time for it, but I'm going to try to make time if we can to watch this again with her because I really enjoyed it that much. Yeah, same here. I, uh, but although I was getting my wife, she was liking it, but she couldn't deal with the, with the running time. She was just like, it's just too long. Tell me what happens. Like, oh, come on. <laughs> but but I'm I'm right there with you. I I think it's a better than sex. It's, it, and I think what hurts about it not performing well is that you you just we we see so many movies where people don't put this much work into it. Yeah. And, yeah. And it's hard to see something where somebody does. They really go above and beyond and don't get rewarded for it. So that just reinforces. Well, why even try? Just just throw something out there. But. Uh, yeah, just I, I mean, so much of what you said. You every frame of it, every every scene change. It's like wow, this 
this is leading me in in such a way. Or if it's not that, it's the, the detail of, of everything in, uh, that's going on in the scene. Uh, the way they're set up, like each one is a, a painting almost. Uh, and like I said, of all the movies I saw this year, even though the ending was a surprise, it was the one that haunted me the most. Mm. Yeah. I um I really enjoyed this movie as well. I feel like I would give probably like a high full price, and the only reason why is because I liked the first half better. Not that the second half was bad or anything. Mm. Uh, matter of fact, one of the things one of the things I told you guys off mic I appreciate about the second half is that the movie is set in Buffalo, New York. Oh yeah, uh, which right. I thought was really cool, and I recognized places where they filmed. And I was like, oh, that's cool because we don't often see Buffalo in, in many sure. movies. Certainly during its heyday, which this movie is is showcasing. But yeah, no performance across the board all fantastic wanted more of that supporting cast but hey when they, what they had them in thought they were great and yeah I mean that, that ending is definitely one of the best endings this year so great movie highly recommend it check it out yeah people it's on HBO Max right now man and uh, if I had to pick something for best picture this year and I really have enjoyed a lot of things that I've seen but this would be my pick right if that means anything uh, you know, out of everything I've seen. Now, I haven't seen Drive My Car, so maybe I'll watch that and be like, oh my God. But, you know, right now, uh, being that I haven't seen it, this this is the one right here. I, I love this. 